when I went to swing my arm, the controller went flinging out my wrist. Oh, no. How the f*** <laughs> didn't hit the TV? <laughs>
so <laughs> yeah, moving well. on and in all honesty we're just going to dive straight into the topic of Roman Atwood and his disappearance from YouTube now I'm not too sure about you Jack but before I was addicted to YouTube Roman Atwood was a massive inspiration of mine you know he was so uplifting he had such an energetic persona yeah. so to see him disappear for almost a year was quite worrying to be honest with you yeah, I know. I mean, he has kids. He obviously has a wife, and I understand family can come first. In this, in this case, it did, um, and that's obviously the reason why he went off uh, YouTube for such a long time. Yeah, and obviously, like I said, this guy was my childhood, and to believe that people would do this to him, in all honesty, just frustrates me. Because before he released the video titled "Forced Off YouTube," there was a lot of rumors to why he would have left. Don't worry, guys, this is another conspiracy theory episode. So, for those who are unfamiliar with Roman, basically, him and his family run a phenomenal brand called Smile More, and it was believed that maybe some lawsuits occurred with the brand, or there was a problem with one of his kids, Noah. He did upload a video titled What Really Happened. This briefly explains that basically he's got some stuff going on, but doesn't tell the full extent of what's caused this absence on the YouTube scene right now. Yeah, yeah. And I will um, I'll play some um, some little snippets from that video in this podcast. You can have a listen to some of the stuff he did say. We've been dealing with some extremely scary stalkers. I'm not, I, I don't mean like the stalkers that just kind of call your phone, they get a hold of your number and they're calling you and... They drive past your house. Prank phone calls. It's like targeting has targeted us for literally just harassment 24-7. Extreme harassment. I'm going to try to... Um, Hopefully you won't get demonetized. (laughs) Oh, no. um, Copyrighted. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, for real, he was targeted by stalkers. They were targeting his family. Not just him. Um, There was... I mean, there was one point where his insurance was cancelled on his car. And he ended up driving out in his vehicle without insurance because these stalkers somehow managed to call up the insurance company and say, you know, we want to cancel. That's it. We don't want to be with you anymore. And he didn't know this. And he only found out um, after he rang the insurance company. To, I don't know. Is he yeah. topping up his miles or something like that? But um, he, he didn't find out until a few weeks later. And even his phone lines. I mean, he was being constantly rang. He was being constantly texted, and he kept on having to change his numbers. And these stalkers still managed to find out mm. his new numbers over and over again. Yeah, exactly, because Roman Atwood, no honesty, is an absolute beast when it comes to the YouTube scene. I believe he's been doing it for some, like, 12 years mm. now, which is absolutely mad, because am I really that old already? So, you know, he should easily be able to identify the difference from harassment to mean comments, because in his recent video he said, and I quote, We have left for the fear of our lives. I mean, that's quite thought-provoking in itself. And the stuff Jack just mentioned was barely scratching the surface, to be honest with you, because unfortunately, the family was dealing with an extreme stalker that effectively was non-stop harassing them. I mean, this stalker didn't stop there. The the extent he went to is absolutely sickening as he threatened to bomb a funeral. I mean, they got the FBI involved to ensure that this didn't happen and thankfully it didn't but i'm just lost for words for how sickening it is that someone would have the mindset to bomb a funeral these stalkers bomb threaded a funeral um to where literally we had to have like the fbi there like the fbi's at the funeral because of these people and this is like a, a fraction of what they're doing they've yeah you can imagine just being at a funeral uh for a loved one and you've just got fbi stood around making sure that people don't blow the place up. There was a lot of dark satanic stuff, as he mentioned in this video. I mean, again, I mean, 95% of these bomb threats as well, they're fake. But, you mm. know, they, the FBI can't take any risks. Uh, and the fact that it was at a funeral and the fact that 
his CCTV's been photographed and it's been monitored. I, I, I'm, I swear I heard somewhere as well that people hacked into his actual CCTV cameras so they saw mm. what was going on in his house, what was going on outside his house. No, and, no. Uh, you know, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if these stalkers even knocked on the house a few times. Just anything, really. I mean, what would you really even do in that situation? Because like you said, the stuff that was going on was evil. And, you know, Roman Atwood and his family is the nicest guy ever. He's basically like my childhood hero, in all honesty. And yeah. to believe people would do this to him, it just genuinely does frustrate me. Like, I, yeah. my anger's like, I'm even like, I can't even speak probably it angers me yeah. that much, seriously. It's the world, the world we're, we're, you know, we're living in is crazy. I mean, it's it used to be so much better, I think. And it is getting actually mental now. Um, too many people are getting away with things and um, people need to... Uh, obviously, especially online as well, people need to really, really be careful. And people who are so mm-hmm. such influencers like uh, Roman Atwood, they're going to be targeted. And the best thing you can do in that situation is quit completely, which is exactly what he did. I mean, maybe not completely. He didn't. Obviously, he's coming back sort of gradually, thanks to the FBI helping him out. And he's thanked the FBI more than oh, once. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, for, for, you know, because they could be dealing with um, terrorism, terrorism and things like that out there. And they're obviously dealing with this as well. So he's so thankful for that. Um and it's just a crazy situation for anyone to be in. I mean, famous yeah. or not. Because you had a YouTube channel back in the day <laughs> named Jetlag Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Since we're plugging, I've also got one named Elliot Oaks where I've recently uploaded a new song. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is because it relates to childhood nostalgia. But also, I guess you gained an insight to what it's like to have a love-hate relationship with your fans or supporters, I guess. Yeah, I had my haters. I mean, everyone does, don't they? And uh, you just learn to, to blank them and just get them out of your system you know i didn't have many i think i almost hit a thousand subscribers but at the end of the day you know everyone's gonna get haters and uh, i just appreciate <laughs> the love i got from the channel to be honest more than anything it was oh, fun to do it was a hobby and uh, you know i never i never thought it'd get anywhere and it did get somewhere but yeah, you can't be hard cool. on yourself now jack you've got to think of the age you're at and what you <laughs> somewhat achieved because i tell you now i used to love tuning into your facebook live streams where you used to do dares oh, like yeah. eat an onion and <laughs> say these girls you like rate them out of 10 with your brother uh, yeah <laughs> stuff i remember like that. one like, time i got dared to uh, ask a girl out and um obviously i i did it <laughs> i pretty much did any dare and uh everyone thought you were serious and and stuff and didn't I you say yes as say, well didn't she <laughs> yeah i think it was, i think she knew it was a joke but like she did say yes so, yeah hey well that's a win-win um, situation for me mate yeah. I, I would take that if i was you <laughs> it was a good live stream that that was really really fun yeah, <laughs> and yeah, i remember it, one time we we did a hot knot as well, my brother. That was pretty interesting. No, honestly, I used to love it when he'd come home from school and he'd say, Jetlag Jay is streaming now. I said, oh, God, I hop home. I dropped everything, mate. Even if it was tea yeah. ready, I'm like, mum, hold the tea off. I'm literally going to watch Jack's podcast. Uh, you were podcast. my biggest fan, weren't you? Uh, well, in all honesty, Jack, we we did know of each other, but we didn't start yeah. like actually becoming really close friends or friendlier till probably year 10 science you know that yeah. used to be an absolute <laughs> joke and then we just science, got along yeah. so much but obviously i knew of you and all right if i'll take that spot then of a biggest fan uh, yeah. I'll, I'll take it <laughs> uh, you know and i used to honestly i think just you always it. were secretly i think you always were and i never appreciated it in videos i should have i should have shouted yeah, you out <laughs> yeah i mean you use the word secretly there so you've basically blown my cover now Oh, yeah, I know. It's no longer a secret now, is it? <laughs> well, talking about back in the day then, Jack, let's take a little trip down memory lane then, shall we, to a bit of childhood yeah. nostalgia. There's so a lot. There's a lot. And there's one thing <laughs> that comes to mind instantly when I think of childhood nostalgia, and that's got to be game consoles. I mean, not yeah. necessarily a big part of my life, but they certainly, well, they were really good at the time, you know, first time we could all yeah. connect to each other. What was your, uh, what was your, you know, what was your ideal console when you were growing up? So, okay, let's go back to when I was a bit younger. Actually, no, let's throw it all the way back. So for me, it had to be the Nintendo Wii, specifically the game Wii Sport. Now, 
I actually had a lot of fun on that gaming console. And that game, to be honest with you, geez, just talking about it is bringing back good memories. Hang on, I've actually got a bit of a mad story to tell with this one as well. So I pretty much played the game non-stop as it claimed to increase fitness levels. So in my eyes, it was like killing two birds with one stone. Well, the majority of Wii Sport was just jogging on the spot, really. <laughs> I mean, swinging your arm. I mean, in all honesty, yes. And I guess is where it comes to the play with the swinging of the arm. Yeah. So if you remember, the controller used to have a wristband attached to it. That's right. Who actually wore those? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but my favorite games to play in there was either the bowling one or the golfing. Anyway, Jack, I was eyeing up a perfect strike, and when I went to swing my arm, the controller went flinging out my wrist. Oh, no. How the f*** <laughs> didn't hit the TV? I don't know to this day, otherwise I would have been a dead man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Another memory I have, actually, is one that really hurt, was mm. I was playing tennis doubles with my sister, yeah. and basically I wasn't aware of how close she was from me, so when she swung her arm, it basically clocked me right in the back of the head. Oh, no. I went out cold, I oh, swear. Oh, no. Oh, uh, well, I mean, that, that's the thing. Who who the hell even wears those um, bands? No one did. I mean, I used to play skiing on the Wii and like I never used to wear the bands. I dropped the controller once so often, but it didn't matter. They were, they were, just, they were really indestructible, those controllers. Yeah, like the old Blackberry phones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then, um, did you ever do that? Do you ever crack a f- your television or anything like that? You know what? I've never cracked a screen in my life. Honestly, I've never cracked, chipped or anything, any oh, screens. I've always been so careful. I mean, my brother's like sat on his iPad. <laughs> I mean, do how do you even mean, manage that? Like, I know, I know. I so, not... yeah, no, I'm proud to say that I've never cracked a screen before in my life. But um, that's good. Uh, yeah, and... but obviously, yeah. So, so Wii was your iconic console. Yeah. Um, what about you then? For me, Jack? for me, it was PS2. I played a lot of PS2 back in the day. I played. Um, uh, oh, does anyone? Re- if you remember the game Simpsons Hit and Run, all right, you are oh a legend. Oh my! Right? Now that we're game it back. was. This is what introduced me to open world games. I mean, I obviously I play G- all the GTA games now and. Uh, Far Cries and Saints Row. But I mean, uh, Simpsons Hit and Run was the best open world game out there on PS2 at the time. I mean, everyone was playing it. And I remember talking about it in school. It was such mm-hmm. a really good, it was such a good game. I don't think I was even supposed to have it. I think I was underage, but um, uh, <laughs> it was such a fun game. Well, to play. I don't blame you though, Jack. It was, and I think still to this day, it holds up pretty well, just for the nostalgia purposes. Yeah. It's like a, basically a PG version of GTA. <laughs> yeah. It is such a good game. You know. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, so talking about PS2 then, Jack, we've got to then talk about the Master Race, which wasn't at the time, you know, games consoles were the top thing, but then PCs are slowly taking over, dare I say it, and yeah, that was the computer and Minecraft. Yeah, that's right. I barely play my, my console anymore. I'm always on the PC. I mean, I don't you play Minecraft rated. anymore, but obviously I used to play what? a lot of it. Uh, I'm sure everyone else did. I know, I just got off the game. I mean, it's just, no. it's the same old <sighs> thing. And I, it's one of those games, yeah, you just like, you have... Uh, you have like a, a thrill to play on it for a, a few days and then suddenly you don't play on it for like a few months but then mm. suddenly you might be like oh i want to play on it for again for you know because you have this sort of moment in your life where you're like i want to go back to this game and i'm gonna spend well, a lot of time playing it but i mean you saying that hasn't changed much i've actually got i've just thought of a couple of facts that only og veterans of minecraft would remember yeah. Just to know if you can remember as well, Jack, but back in the day when you used to hunt animals and get, collect the food, you couldn't stack that food. So in the inventory bar, you used to take up slots for each piece of meat. Mm, that's right, yeah. And you can never stack it. Also as well, there was no hunger bar, which is a godsend. Yeah. I mean, now I'd love that, <laughs> where you don't have to eat. And so you have to just literally eat to regenerate your hearts. Yeah. So you're never fatigued. And I think, what's the last memory I have of it? Probably um... to do with the zombies, because they used to kill them. They used to, I think they used to drop feathers. Uh, yeah, that's right, because I remember <laughs> having to kill him, and it makes no sense. It makes no sense, but I remember <laughs> thinking I need to make some arrows, so I had to get feathers from the zombies. I think that's how mm-hmm. I used to do it. 
I mean, everyone used to play Minecraft back in the day. I mean, there was Minecraft Sally Messer that people used to play on PC. Uh, it was like the free version of Minecraft, especially when I was in primary school. Everyone used to play that. Hmm. Um, and yeah, no, it was just such a fun game to play with people. And uh, obviously now it's it's a shame. Obviously it's died out a bit more now. But I think it's because you're old though, Jack. You know, if you're younger, you still play the game. I think it's just because yeah, you're older I, now. I, I, I think a lot of YouTubers, I mean, like, especially like people like Dream and George Mumbo Rockstar, Jumbo. you know, those, and obviously even like Mr. Beast is playing it. I mean, I think people like that are bringing it, sort of making it popular again how it used to be because there used to be so many Minecraft YouTubers back in the day I mean there was Captain Sparkle also there was Sky the Kid RS uh, yeah Stampy uh, your favourite Elliot oh <laughs> no come on that was a low blow bro <laughs> no I love Stampy no. though nothing but respect for him yeah and, and it, yeah like you say it was on PC I mean people played on Xbox as well but PS whatever um, speaking of PC as well I mean there was even flash player games <laughs> it's oh, a shame yeah. because flash players no longer a thing anymore it retired last year you know so that's actually a really fair point games. there jack because when i went to do a bit of research for this and in yeah. all honesty just take a little trip down memory lane i couldn't play some of the classic games like fireboy and water girl <laughs> armor mayhem yeah. basically due to flash player being disabled i used to play a ton of flash games like castle crushers and tower defense games um harry the hamster was a big one i used to play mm. loads of harry the hamster i used to love that game that was sort of like in a way that was sort of open world because you were you would there was one i think it was the, the quest of the golden wheel i think it was called and, and you'd go from like country to country through all these pipes in the ocean and in the deserts and things like that and it was so cool i remember learning so much geography from that <laughs> um really uh, there we are. yeah yeah honestly um but yeah no i used to play loads of flash play games and definitely definitely iconic for me when i was growing up for uh, sure. but show in, uh, in terms of shows because obviously there was for us in britain people watching america you know you won't know what we're on about but in britain yeah. we have shows like cbbs and cbbc with yep. uh citv is another one as well there's a lot of uh, uh, milkshake as well i believe yeah milkshake um cartoon network yeah so many i could go on and on but um i used to watch a lot of like ben 10 johnny test what type of shows did you watch? Because, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I used I mean, to watch very boyish shows, you know? Yeah, for sure. I used to 100% watch the same shows as you as well. Oh, let me think, I think of any other ones, mm. you know. Uh, we got Raven and Horrible Histories as well. Oh, yeah. That, Educa- that's, edu- that's educational as well, because I was actually... That, yeah, it felt like they... I was revising and doing something good while watching that. <laughs> I know, but I think it's as well. I never used to actually watch it for the facts. I just love the fact that this, the same characters, but they just dress up in different ways. Yeah. And especially Stupid Deaths. I used to love that part, a little segment <laughs> Do you of remember, it. Um, do you remember Dick and Dom? Oh, of course. We got the shouting out the bogey thing, the bogey yes. meter. I think yeah. you even did that in Science One, Jack. I think you're off your head doing that, but there we go. Oh, no. <laughs> Such that? a daredevil. Uh, Dick uh, and Dom. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's another yeah. good one. Nostalgia, there was so much of it. I mean, even in school, there was just like, <laughs> there's oh. so much I can think about that we've done. I remember stapling. <laughs> there, was some, there was some guy I knew, and I remember stapling his arm. In school, in the middle of a science lesson for science, obviously. No, yeah, I was literally by the side of you when you did that. And I just remember thinking to myself, what an absolute madman. <laughs> also, here's another memory that's come to my head. Uh, didn't a guy decide to stick two metal prongs into a plug socket and oh, turn it on? God, yeah. He obviously got electrocuted. And I, and I remember, and I remember the fire like shot along the table, like in Back to the Future <laughs> when DeLorean goes back in time. I swear he's lost all sensation in his has hands. Was he, he really? No, yeah, I swear he has. I swear he has. No way. Oh, my God. I remember the ambulance coming, and I remember everyone making a big deal out of it because, you know, it was mm. such a big thing to have an ambulance come to the school and take someone. Yeah, so I actually got... Not that I was inspired by what he did or anything, but what I actually did was I learned that, you know, because he held on to those two metals, the rods mm. he put in, I guess, he got electrocuted, obviously. So what I did was I stuck the two metal pieces in, 
didn't touch it, turned the f- switch on, and it went like a little spark in the socket. <laughs> and that short-circuited all the science lab out, and he didn't know. So yeah. I quickly was like, God, oh, thank God I didn't hold that. Pulled the wires out quickly, and for like the first, I think, couple of weeks, it was actually short-circuited. So oh I don't God. know why I'm actually confessing that, but there we go. <laughs> yeah, we are. You're going to be suspended now, Elliot. Oh, God, I can't be suspended from school <laughs> five years ago. And yeah, so talking to schools then, Jack, I've got to bring up primary school discos because oh, yeah. for me, back in the day, this was the big thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not too sure if you had this in your school, Jack, but we used to have a DJ come in where we used to have the chance or opportunity to suggest a couple yeah. songs. And for some odd reason, everybody picked Bob the Builder. <laughs> now, this is how hard and rebellious we were back in the day, right? So listen to this. When the songs started playing and you know the part where it says, yes, he can. Yeah. Well, we changed it to, no, he can't. Oh. Well, that's how hard oh. and rebellious we were back in the day. I'm literally cringing thinking about yeah. it. And do you know what topped it off as well, Jack, was we were absolutely off our heads on sugar. I could imagine you were. And, you know, they say, oh, I'll have, I'll have only one, I'll have only one. And before you know it, yeah. 25 in, you have a massive yeah. sugar rush. Yeah. And that's when we used to pluck up the courage to ask for Bob the Builder yep. and do that. And sugar rushes are real. It's crazy. It is literally kid cocaine. I wouldn't happen. Obviously, it wouldn't happen now. But yeah, you're right. Now, yeah. No, no, then. not now. But back then, because we're obviously growing up, and the sugar does hit us a lot harder than it would now. I know, and also school discos, right? We used to have like these snap glow sticks. Do you remember those, mm. Jack? And yeah, basically, oh, yeah, we used definitely. to pretend to have lightsaber battles, make funky glasses. Mate, I'm telling you now, school discos back in the day, you you can't beat them. I remember the uh, disco with Clan Granog, and we'd have to go through two layers of security to get a bottle of water. It was crazy. They did not want us to leave that disco. They wanted us to party hard for some reason. But it, it was good fun either way. Uh, I think that was back in... God, I think that was back in year six now as well. You probably went on it as well. But um, yeah, that was, that was a good time to be fair. <laughs> I mean, back in the day, even buses were a big thing, you know. All the cool kids sat at the back. And we all used to play this game called Sweet and Sour. Do you remember that, Jack? Uh, our version of Sweet and Sour was you just waved at someone. And if they waved back, oh, yeah. it's sweet. And if they didn't, they're sour. That was literally yeah, you're right. <laughs> the name of the game. The drivers back in the day, I mean, hopefully we didn't cause any accidents because I'm pretty sure we're pretty persistent and a pretty big <laughs> distraction banging on the window for them. Yeah. To an extent, I do miss school, but like, it's only the nostalgia and the good memories I miss. There was a lot of obviously like, oh, I can't be bothered with this you know, anymore. But um, uh, at the end of the day, it was good fun. And uh, I just, obviously, I miss the people I used to. I used to work with, I guess, as well. But um. In all honesty, Jack, and as sad as it is, it's just a part of growing up. Unfortunately, people yeah. are going to go their separate ways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This one thing, yeah, that like, in terms of nostalgia, that I don't know why, I, I remember more than anything <laughs> for some really strange reason. It's nothing to do with school. It's, um, you know, when you used to like rent a, rent a film or buy a film and um, I'm talking like DVDs now, you know, completely mm-hmm. old-fashioned now who buys dvds anymore um but uh when i used to like buy dvds there would always be this like advert to be or like commercial or whatever you call it at the beginning of, of the uh, film i think would, like, i know what you're gonna talk say about like st- yeah talk about like cyber security and like piracy. that's the one do you remember yeah. it and like it was like this really yeah. cool like beat and i used to like rap to it and stuff i mean was... if we can let's let's see if we can play it right now It's pretty cool. I do remember that more than most things, to be honest, because I used to obviously watch a lot of films and series when I was growing up. And I just remember that. It was just really, really Mm. weird for some reason. It's like lodged in my brain. But uh, we could go on and on about some of the nostalgia we've had growing up. Um, 
There's tons of it. Uh, and it's nice that we've talked about it as well, because some of the stuff that you've mentioned earlier, it, it's brought it back for me as well. I didn't even think of it. But um, just touching up on some sad news now, unfortunately. Um, on Tuesday last week, Captain Sir Thomas More, also known as Captain Tom, um, sadly died to COVID-19. Um, aged 100, he raised £30 million pound for the NHS in 2020. Oh, that's phenomenal. phenomenal. He walked 100 laps in his garden, and uh, he was even nutted by the Queen in July last year. Which is pretty nuts. Um, Which is nothing short of well-deserved, yeah. in all honesty. You know, the amount of money he raised and as a result, the lives he changed yeah. is absolutely phenomenal. So, Captain Tom, you're an absolute legend and undoubtedly a hero. This incredible man, he set up a foundation. As many people will be aware of, the Captain Tom Foundation, which I definitely recommend having a look at. I will link it on our Twitter. So definitely have a look at that. Donate if you have the money to. If not, obviously, do not worry. Um, no. This foundation... It works to combat loneliness during the pandemic, uh, champions education, equality, and of course it supports our incredible NHS who are really putting mm. their foot out to help us right now. They're on the front line. It's really difficult for them and obviously we, we appreciate all the work they're doing as well as Captain Tom did mm -hmm. more than anyone as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nothing but respect for the NHS and everything they're doing right now. And like I said, for everything Captain Tom did is absolutely phenomenal. He united the nation. I mean, he did. He's such an inspiration to young kids and uh, he inspired millions across the world. And I'm sure other countries wish they had a Captain Tom. Because, <laughs> uh, no, he's our, he's our Captain Tom. Yeah. But uh, incredible yeah. man. And our wishes are with his family. Yeah, so thank you to everybody who listened to this podcast. Me and Jack absolutely loved taking you down a little trip down memory lane. And hopefully some of you guys could relate to some of the stuff we were talking about. Also, we've got some good news. We've got our first guest coming on next week. Editor, add round of applause. <laughs> so definitely stay tuned for that one. Exactly, Elliot. Stay tuned for the Chatterbox podcast, where we will be broadcasting every week on Mondays. So please do get in touch. And please do follow us on Twitter, at The Chatterbox, and we will keep you informed. Thank you all so much for listening. Take care and good night. <laughs>